everyone. You've made it to season three of Old Dirty Benches. Are you here to listen to white collar criminals get roasted? Then you're at the right place. And here's JD to tell you all about what we do here. What's up, Dirty Benches? If you came here for laughs, shit talking, to hear about wiener schnitzel, or our menopause bellies, then you came to the right place. On ODB, we talk about white collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to 600 billion every year. What, what? That's crazy. Tell me more. White collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube. And don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. Patty. Hello. Oh, Lord. (laughs) That's it. Hello. I won't do any more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Um, trying to beat this heat. Oh, I know. You know but how that goes? it won't be long before it's dumping rain and gray. So I, know, I, will take and I can't the wait. Sun. Bring out my scarves. You're all ready for. Rain I'm boots. ready for stretch pants. Oh yeah. <laughs> i'm wearing them right now (laughs) again we sing the praises of leggings and sweat sweat the weather (laughs) some people are complaining about the high-waisted ones but they need to stop my only complaint is my gut just pushes it down (laughs) it's like i cannot be contained (laughs) freedom so i have to have a big sweater Oh, to cover it? I gotcha. Um, So, if you've landed on us, this is the Old Dirty Benches. I'm JD. (laughs) I'm Patty Popcorn. Donuts. (laughs) In it. And Patty Pizza Popcorn is with me. Patty Pizza Pasta Popcorn. (laughs) That's my uh, religious name. Pasta. (laughs) Which... Quick tangent. Uh-oh. Right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. I don't know if I've already told you about this show... Mm. is it on hello god damn i watch too much shit but it's called the bear have you heard of the show and i might have talked about it before about a chef Mm, i don't know maybe i'm trying to remember uh it's about a guy as you mentioned you talk about a lot of shows i sure do boy howdy and then i'm like send me a list hence why my stretch pants roll down my belly Because I'm not walking around. Oh, God. Um, it's about a guy who inherits a restaurant. He's a chef. The okay. Guy, the main character. The bear. He, yeah. Um, Is he the bear? No. He's not the uh, bear. But anyways. Okay. Who cares? Got uh, it. Not caring. He's like a classically trained chef. And he used to work in a really stressful, fancy restaurant. And then his okay. brother passes away. For those of you who don't know, uh, owning a restaurant and running one is is a uh, high stress. Total. And it takes no over your way. life. So, no way. Yeah. So he inherits this sandwich shop. Uh, I think it's in Chicago. And uh, it's run by, like, the family, and it's super dysfunctional. And uh, he's trying to, like, keep it going, but it's just all these crises. Anyway, it's a good show. I like okay. it. I think there's only one season. But at the end, they show this family spaghetti, which I had also seen a knockoff recipe on TikTok where I get all my news now. Okay. And I tried it. (laughs) And it was so good. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I find it to be unbiased and it makes me laugh. (laughs) And uh, yeah. So I tried it, but I I combined it with another recipe on TikTok from a lady. Oh, um, that puts red recipes. wine in her. Oh, yes. And so, it, it was very good. I do um, have a red sauce that I use wine in. Mm. And it has to simmer I put, for like, cooking hours. wine in my normal, you know. Okay. 
when I just use like canned spaghetti Can sauce that I like jazz up. Yeah. Yeah. But this you actually use like tomato paste and sauce mm-hmm. and da 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 blah blah blah. And it was really good. Cool, man. Yeah. That's good. So anyway, but yeah, the bear. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think you would like it, but it is kind of like, oh, God, why would you ever work in a restaurant? <laughs> There's no way. That's what I it's think It's a every lot time. of work, man. It, it really is. It just kind of And people over. notoriously steal from you oh, in yeah. restaurants. They like do. Like the people that work for you. Mm-hmm. Money, mm-hmm. inventory. Yeah, all for kinds sure. of stuff. Anyway, it's a good show. Um, speaking of stealing, <laughs> we have a white collar uh, Here we episode. go. See how we did that? Totally planned. Yep. I whiteboarded it, it out. It was scripted. <laughs> totally. Like no tangents here. Okay. Um, so, All premeditated. Uh, today we're going to talk about, he is now known as Philip Green. He was previously Sir Philip Green. Mm-hmm. Um, my Cross mother. Yep. My mother actually sent this one over to me. And um, it was actually an article that was written on the movie um, Greed. So the the movie is based on Sir Philip Green. Okay. Or Mr. Philip Green. And it stars uh, Stephen Coogan. And um, is this already out? Yes. Greed. I thought it. I thought it was oh, like gonna release, but it came out. I think in 2019. I is what I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw this movie. I don't think I've ever watched this movie, so I need to I'm go back and, and watch it. But while you talk, but go um, ahead. Isla Fisher is his wife in the movie. Isla. And whatever. Isla. <laughs> Isla. 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 Bonita. Isla. <laughs> um. So. Uh, I started looking up the actual person, and this one's a little bit different because normally we cover people who have been charged and convicted and sentenced. And in Philip Green's case, uh, he's not actually been charged with any crimes, and we'll get into, like, what actually happened with him. But uh, according to records, um, he's worth $2.4 billion. Hmm. Doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. But it looks like he owes about that much to his staff. So uh, much of the assets are in Lady Green's name, his wife, Mm -hmm. um, or uh, as others have uh, taken to calling her Lady Greed. Um, Her name's (laughs) Tina. So some had called him a retail genius in the past, and um, he had ran... Uh, Arcadia as the chairman and then ended up owning BHS from 2002 to uh, 2020. BHS is like British highbrow clothes um, that was widely sold and then kind of moved to the Americas and were sold here. So uh, the flagship store of his Arcadia group was titled or known as Top Shop. It became a byword for uh, British British fashion. According to a generation of young women, they flocked for the sassy designs. His other brands included High Street, uh, such as Dorothy Perkins, Miss Selfridge, and Burton. For those of us in the United States, we might not be as familiar with some of those. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. But they are extremely well known across the pond. So, um, <laughs> gives us a listen. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> gives us a listen. Uh, critics calculated that Green and his family collected uh, legally. Um, some five hundred and eighty-six million from the company and dividends, BHS, uh, rental payments and interest loans. Um, during the fifteen-year uh, ownership, Sir Shifty, um, as some people call him, <laughs> Shifty has always promised to get the pension sorted out. So huh, remember sure. how I said that he was worth two point four billion, but he basically owes that much to his staff. Mm. Essentially he's accused he of pension. stealing their pensions, correct? Wow. So what a winner. Yep. Philip kind of looks like uh Robin Lynch 
Was that his name from Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? Yeah, he does kind of look like him. That's what I thought, too, when I seen That's him. That's who I would have casted. Not oh, yeah, Steve Stephen Coogan. Coogan. He's too young. Yeah, I think you're probably right, but... Uh, that should be in casting. Uh, please hit me up if you want But I my... think he was... When did he pass away, though? Oh, yeah. He oh, probably well, there's was, that. He was... Okay. <laughs> they could have CGI'd him or something. <laughs> to have him look like him. Um... So, uh, yeah, I actually think he probably would have been good if he had been alive. (laughs) You always got to bring me down with my ideas. (laughs) I fully support a a lot of your ideas. How old is this person? Who, Shifty? Sir Shifty? 70 right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he's gotten up there. Uh, Based off of what I've seen in the tabloids and stuff, because I had to kind of... Um, again, like when he started committing his crimes, it was like early in the internet days. So some mm-hmm. of this stuff isn't all captured in a lot of the articles that I was yeah, trying to, for him. yeah. So I had to like grab it from shame. a bunch of different stuff. But in the meantime, I'm like seeing all these pictures and he's with these young women and he's like all cuddled up with them, whispering in their ears and stuff. I just kind of got that creeps from him a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> Philip Green was born in South London in 1952 into a wealthy family, which had made its money from a series of petrol stations. Petrol gas. Gas. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we're talking about across the pond here. Petrol. Petrol. Um, I don't think my accent's as good as they yours. Have to- <laughs> but I talk weird, so. I talk weird. It's not like... A believable one, because I I sound like Mary Poppins or something. I'm pretty sure that I've gone through, like... (laughs) Maybe it's more of a cat me. (laughs) I'm like Moira Rose. (laughs) You can't quite place Uh, Yeah, with her weird accent. Yeah, mine actually... I feel like I've gone through several different, like, dialect type trends. (laughs) They're all... People are like, where when are you, you go, from? go like other places, does your accent change? Yeah, it actually does. Get heavier um, or something? Well, it's or weird do you because you pick up on where you're at. I feel like, of course, I was, I grew up in Arizona. Um, and which doesn't really have an accent. Well, but I'm Mexican. Well, no. And um, <laughs> what? Yes, I know. It's funny. So I've, heard people tell me that uh people that knew me you know either growing up or uh as i got into the military and stuff like that that has known me since then and then has talked to me now now, Mm -hmm. they're like your your accent's gone so your mexican accent yes my mexican accent i feel like you have more of like a southern i know you know where that came from my spouse. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, is that it? From hanging out with him all the time. Oh my I gosh. have picked it up That's so and it's funny. actually influenced the way that I talk. Yeah, because I would think you were from the South. Yeah, everybody asks me that. That's Are you from the South? And I'm like, nope. No, but I'm married to someone who is. <laughs> and he would say no That's because this is good. He um <laughs> like the longest so he was a military brat, but the longest time that he spent anywhere was in Texas. And I'm like, you do have a Texas accent. And he swears up and down he doesn't. But He does. Yes. But, I mean, not, like, super heavy. No, no, no. But, it's not heavy. It's, like, just you can slight. But then That's I've also funny. picked that up. So, um, anyways. Sorry. Getting back to Green or Sargreedy. Shifty, whatever you want to call him. Shifty. Um, so, uh, Sir Philip slash shifty um his first big break came uh in the late 1970s so um this is when he bought stock uh from 10 different designer outlets he resold them from a shop in mayfair so So he kind of did the uh the LuLaRoe. <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that, basically. So he comes, sweeps in. He probably in. cares about people, then. That's what no, I say. he doesn't. I'm on Team Philip. <laughs> You're on Philip. Team Philip. Let's have a spot of tea. <laughs> I'm on Team Tina. Um, <laughs> she's not doing any the of the work. She's just hanging out. And she's like, just give me the money. Getting all the benefits, yep. Uh, so he meets Tina sometime in the 80s. 
Uh, some articles had stated 1985 when she was running a clothing boutique in Knightsbridge. So Green would become her second husband um, after they married in 1990. So he had spent some time as chief executive and chairman of Amber Day in the late 1980s and early 90s, but left after the company had missed a profit forecast, his last time working for a known listed company. Okay, so at some point during this transaction, the Greens, Sir Shifty, and Lady Greed moved to (laughs) Monaco. They have all these cool nicknames. I know, which apparently, and I didn't really know this until I was like looking this up, but Monaco is considered a tax haven due to like their lax personal and business taxation laws. So Lady Greed actually just, once they move out to Monaco, she stays there and doesn't leave. Yeah. Okay. She's smart. Yep. So Philip moves back to the UK in 2000. Tina stays in Monaco. She spends all of her time there as a working wife. Yeah. Wink, wink. Working on her shopping list. (laughs) Um, Her husband, in the meantime, Sir Shifty, he kind of spends his time in Monaco, but also back uh, managing his businesses in the UK area. Okay. Skimming. Mm hmm. Um, so it wasn't until the early 2000s that uh, Sir Shifty truly emerges into the limelight when he buys the department store British High Street, also known as BHS, in a deal that was worth $200 million. In addition to that, a little bit later, he buys Arcadia for $850 million, which includes the well-known Top Shop. Okay. Um, Can you and- imagine... Having that much money, no. I mean, I can imagine it, but to purchase that's that, crazy. I mean, he came from wealth to begin with, and then I couldn't find anything. You know how, like, uh, in the seventies when he bought those ten designer outlets and flipped them for that money, I didn't really see like an exact amount of how much he made on that, uh, but it must have been a good amount because he swoops in and purchases like almost a billion dollars worth of of businesses right so um crazy yep so um they also had like a family-run business i guess called tavada but that doesn't really come up too much in any of the articles that i was reading it was just like mentioned in one small area and um yeah but i guess his wife tina um who's still living in monaco is like the director of that so I don't know if there's any corruption going on with that or not. Could be a shell company. Chances are. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. So in 2005. Sorry, burped again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Dramatic pause. Sir Shifty paid himself $1.2 billion in dividends from Arcadia, more than four times the company's annual pre-tax profit. Hmm. Red flag, anyone? (laughs) (laughs) The money, though, went to uh, Lady Greed in Monaco, meaning that it was not taxed in the UK. Right? Because that's where they reside. It was all put in her money. So Monaco is on the list of places for me to go. So it was around this time that Sir Shifty came close to buying Marks and Spencer. In a $9 billion deal, but he pulled out before it was ever completed. And I think that was because some stuff was going on internally at his other companies. Huh. So, um, Sir, St- uh, Sir, I was going to say shitty. Sir well, Shifty. You wouldn't be lying. <laughs> and his wife kind of spent lavishly. They, they I did imagine you would if yep. you had a billion multi-billions of dollars yeah so apparently um there's a famous toga party for green's 50th birthday that the movie kind of showcases right um and it became the stuff of legends so he reportedly flew 200 friends to cyprus and hired rod stewart and tom jones to perform wow man what a lineup um (laughs) Who do you think opened? Tom Jones. <laughs> it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. 
Okay, I'm sold. It was him. He was the headliner. What do you think Rod Stewart's saying? Do you think I'm sexy? Of course. (laughs) Do you think I'm sexy? Throw me some money. You got lots of billions now. (laughs) Oh my God. Podcast, podcast, gals. Oh my god! I'm gonna watch this movie. I don't think I did. I thought I did, but I don't. Think I, I don't did. think I've seen and it, but I need Amazon, to watch it. So All right, I'm, watch it. I'm watching it too. I, I meant to watch it before we did this episode, and then I forgot. So <laughs> I've I got too much. so much going on. You know, I know. We're, we're um, so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. <laughs> Tallahassee. Okay. So in 2005, apparently he also was said to have spent four million on his son's bar mitzvah. This is another bar mitzvah thing. Where uh, Beyonce performed. Yeah, this shit is crazy. <laughs> oh my god! Um, in 2006, the then Prime Minister Tony Blair recommended Green Tony. for a yep recommended him for a knighthood for services. <laughs> that's where he became Sir for services to him? retail. Did you do that? I don't know. Big mistake, Tony. Right? Why'd you do that? The egg is on you, buddy. Yeah. You have egg on your face. <laughs> so, despite murmurings over his dividends, right? Because he's taking dividends right, from the companies. Right, because he's a f- obviously a fucking scammer. We don't know like, that, Patty. Uh, yeah, we do. No. Uh, that's like laundering his money in Monaco. <laughs> so, Arcadia went from <laughs> from strength to, uh, like, <laughs> boom years. Signing up celebrities like Kate Moss and Beyonce to front his brands. Um, Kate Moss, Britain's most famous model, actually launched a signature line of clothing for Topshop in 2007. That same year, Sir Philip's personal fortune reached its um, its height to $5 billion, according to a Sunday Times Ridge List. For a time, it was one of the most talked about brands on the high street. So, but due to lack of investment and a failure to capitalize on the growing online market meant that the brands were starting to fail to keep up with the changing face of retail. So green shops were not coming along with the change and or keeping up with what we now call e-commerce, right? Amazon, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the 2008 global recession basically kickstarts the empire's undoing. So the company made no real plans for online sales in early 2010 and failed to invest in its stores at a time when competition was intense. So all these new players are starting to enter. I mean, Amazon really kind of set the pace, but then like all these other big companies got on board, right? Like Walmart or Sam's, whatever you want to call it. The um, Walton family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, J.C. Penney has really struggled over the last couple decades, but they're starting to come around and do more of their online business. And there are some other big giants now, too, that um, are starting to make some headway. Uh, but Sir Shifty has not really done anything to change the way they're operating. So... Uh, they had another record-breaking $1.3 billion dividend that Arcadia paid in 2005. This was funded through a seven-and-a-half-year loan. So he's paying himself dividends and also taking loans out on the company. Um, <laughs> because what? How much money do you need? Again. You know what's crazy is like it says that he's worth all this money, but he's not. He's taking it from the company. Right, and just paying himself that money, and then also getting loans on top of but it. I'm saying, like, why do you need a loan? Yeah, at that, this point, that really, I like, I think if I had a million, I'd be, I wouldn't be searching for a loan. Uh, I don't understand. I don't know, man. Some people just sometimes it's just not enough. It's not things clearly. So it really like um, caused the company to struggle so that they couldn't invest to change the way they were operating and become part of the e-commerce. So in 2010, right, uh, of course, people are starting to notice that their pension, their pensions are dwindling, they're retiring, 
they don't have a pension, they're starting to protest. So um, some of them would protest outside of a top shop that was located on Oxford Street, alleging that um, Philip was avoiding income taxes and he was not paying their pensions. By 2015, Arcadia was still making annual sales of $2 billion, but the company was losing $90 million a year. So they're completely under and upside down now. Yeah, because they're just skimming. Yep. Not even skimming. They're just fucking robbing it. Um, That same year, Green began to dismantle his empire, so 2015, offloading the underperforming BHS for $1 to a man named (laughs) Dominique Chapel. To a man named Rod Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) I was like reading this. Here's the thing, because we're going to get into Dominic a little bit, and I kind of feel like he was a scapegoat for Green. Um, and Dominic is going to point the fingers to back to Green, as well as his accountants. Um, but I don't understand. You know BHS is like this huge empire owned by Green, and he's trying to sell it for a, a dollar. Why in the fuck are you buying that? Like, right, something's well, up with that. Exactly. Right? Like, just like when there's yard sales and they have like fancy stuff, it's like $10 <laughs> because they're, you find out like, oh, they're having a bad divorce and she's just selling all this shit. Yeah, to like get rid of it yeah. and get back. Yeah. So it's like, mm, um, I don't want your fucking negativity on my shit. Well, I was just, I was thinking about, uh, so my spouse and I, when we were still living on the East Coast, we went to Chili Cook Off. And um, what they had done was, like, you could pay, and I think you got, like, tokens or something, so that, like, if you decided that you wanted to eat at a certain booth, you could get whatever they were going to have. But they were giving out free samples. And um, we were walking by this one booth, and they were actually charging, I think, a dollar for their samples or something like that. And we were like, oh, that's weird, because a lot of other people were just giving them out for free in, like, the little tiny cups. So anyways, we got a sample, and it was a bigger sample, but we paid a dollar for it. It was the worst fucking chili we ever had tasted in our lives. Like, so bad that we had to go find something to cover up the taste to get rid of it. And we were like, that's why they're charging, because nobody was coming to get their chili, but they had to charge for the samples, because at least people were thinking, well, I'll just sample it. You know what I mean? That's fucking Perhaps you should take a look at your recipe. (laughs) But we were like, <laughs> we were like, never again if something, like, you know what I mean? If somebody's trying to charge for something that should be free or whatever, right. we were like. Red flag. Yeah. <laughs> so same and thing here. word chili. One dollar for BHS. <laughs> Dominique, you should have known, yeah. my friend. Huh. I think I have a dollar on me. I'll take it. <laughs> so he was an. Um, and now you've got all the debt. See you, sucker. <laughs> What's crazy, too, was he was an ex-bankrupt and former racing driver, and then he buys BHS for a dollar. I guess he thought he had to win. I don't know. So. Again, people, if it <laughs> seems too good to be true, <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> and, uh, I'm sorry. I was trying not to cuss. I know people even, don't appreciate even it. <laughs> Linda, Linda, Linda. Get the bleep out. Um, and if, and if Chili is being provided free as <laughs> a sample. Charging you and there's one, one booth that's charging a dollar. Yeah, run the other direction. Don't do it. Why? Um, you should have just bought one. I, I think we, I don't know if we bought more than one or not. It's been so long now, but uh, for some reason, this like, dollar made me think about it. What's in this poop? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was so horrible. What made it bad, though? Oh, God. I don't know. It just tasted like there was no. It was, I don't know what they put in it. And <laughs> but it was bad. It was bad. Like, yeah. bad. I mean, I've had stuff that didn't taste good. Like, even stuff that I've, like, been trying to experiment yeah. and taste it. And I was like, ew, this isn't good. Yeah, yeah this was not but a good call. this one was, like, so bad that we actually had to go find something. And I don't even remember what we found <laughs> now. But to try to cover up the taste because we couldn't get it out of our mouth after that. Oh, Lord. Oh, it was horrible. Um, anyway, okay. Tangent. Chili tangent. Chili chili cook-off tangent um so there's been a lot of opportunities to criticize green spending habits 
just to name a few. Yeah, uh, you've already um, said a few. Yeah. So in 2012, the family apparently shelled out more than three million to fly 150 guests to Mexico for a birthday party. Hmm. Dang. No red flags there. Rihanna and Stevie Wonder <laughs> were reportedly flown in to provide the entertainment. What in the hell? One New Year extra- extravaganza included a $20,000 a week Miami rental while the distressed BHS pensions struggled to make ends meet. So the place is imploding. It's on fire. They're like, hey, J-Lo, right. can you come sing at our party in Miami? Wow. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Um it must be weird to be part of the Illuminati. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> they lead a whole nother life than you or I. Uh, yeah, dude. I, yeah. I was just like, and I don't, you know, uh, sometimes I'll see some of the news that's like across the pond, and I know that they see some of our notes. Oh, too, yeah, they do. And they're like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on in that dumpster fire? Yeah, it's, it's like a dumpster fire with ammunition in it because we're always having fucking shootings here too um yeah uh but i was like still wondering why some and i guess that's just what it is but why some famous people were still willing to hang out with him when like all of his employees are struggling money and not able to get any retirement money money you know so um and they're like i'll take a trip to mexico sure (laughs) You're going to fly a screen? Oh, my and God. You're Rihanna. so great. Sweet. Um, so Sir Shifty argued that the scorn has been heaped on him um, and is unwarranted and says that from 2004 onward, BHS was only kept alive by loans from the rest of his empire. So he says he's been taking so loans out to keep it popped up. he's been doing kind of like a Ponzi scheme on himself. I think so. Like moving money um, from one place to another. <laughs> and he says that he feels like he's not the expert here. So I guess that means that he's absolved from any guilt. Of course. Right? I'm surprised he said he didn't know. I didn't know it was my wife. And it's Wink. crazy because <laughs> a lot Ms. of people. Miss Monaco. Miss Monaco. <laughs> Lady Greed. <laughs> She's probably Lady sitting over Monica, there like laughing next all the to way the to the bank. On her lounger, getting her tan worked on. Brother. Um, and a lot of people had basically like uh said that he kind of raised himself up by the bootstraps. He was like with my million dollar family inheritance. <laughs> that sounds uh because or they were like, I we guess know. he was at a boarding school at 15. He took a job working for a shoe importer before setting up his first business, importing jeans um, with $20,000 loan from his family. And then, of course, as we have already described, how he rose to where he was. So he was at one point considered a hero of British High Street, but now he's a zero. <laughs> it's like reverse Hercules. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> So, um, after he sells the company for a dollar to Dominique, just 11 months later, the co- the company finally collapses. Um, and apparently at that point, BHS was losing around a million dollars a week and had a deficit of 50 million in pension when Dominique had bought it. Uh, so they had, um, let's see. Dominique was actually charged with evading taxes on BHS bills and sentenced to six years in jail for tax evasion during his time running BHS. This happened in 2020. So the company goes under. People start getting pissed. Um, Dominique basically falls on the sword for this whole thing because I think he only had it for like a couple years. Right, because he gets it in 2015. Company sucker. collapses in 2016. And it's crazy, too, because it's not even a year yet, and the company folds. <laughs> and Strange. Like, now that dollar's making sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Like, this company was worth millions of dollars, and it folds in less than a year. Nobody was like, maybe the previous guy had something to do with right. this. 
But no, let's make no, Dominique pay. And he has fancy parties. <laughs> it can't be him. But Dominique basically got in trouble. So he actually got sentenced to six years in jail. Oh, bro. Dominique, for his part, has blamed Green yeah, for failing agree. to pay the pensions of the employees and stated that he did not try to evade the taxes. That BHS yeah, I'd be like, owed. who's living in Monaco? It ain't me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, Sad. So then reports had emerged that uh, U.S. investor Leonard Green and partners sold its stake in Arcadia back to Sir Philip for $1 or um, like 76, what is it, pence over there? What is Pounds. it? Pounds. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said pence. Pounds. Okay. Um, at the time. So basically $1. He bought it back for $1. Wow. They fucking handed it back over to the mastermind who basically brought it under. That was crazy when I was reading that. But I guess they were like, we don't want anything to do with this. You take so it back. So like the, uh, the employees who no, don't have any pension, they can't sue this dude? No. Lame. <laughs> I know. Eat the so- rich. <laughs> <laughs> so the private equity giant had bought a quarter of Arcadia in 2012 for a rumored $350 million and then just offloaded it for like a dollar. It was like, take it back. We don't want it. Um, so weird. Yeah. So the collapse of BHS was when the shine basically came off of Sir Shifty, right? <laughs> um, he started to look a little brassy. Yep. He started to look like a piece of poop on the ground. Um, so the retail tycoon and his wife secretly splashed out on luxury property as a chain of stores they had owned headed for collapsed. This is based on leaked documents. The couple spent tens of millions after selling the BHS chain, which went bust with a huge hole in its pension fund. Their new assets included a Mayfair flat for $4.995 million. Using an offshore firm, many of them are listed under Lady Green. I mean, grade, sorry. (laughs) They even bought a super yacht for a close friend gifting it to them. The closure cost 11,000 people. It cost a dollar. No. (laughs) (laughs) The closure of BHS cost uh, 11,000 people their jobs. And perhaps more controversially, the company left a pension deficit of around $571 million. Wow. The pension. Can I just tell you that they have a yacht named Lionheart? Yes. I've seen it. And it changed to Lioness. Mm, yeah, because it's probably listed under Lady Greed. Brother. Um, the pension regulators later said that Sir Shifty, his main reason for the $1 sell a year, <laughs> was to. Put the fault on that dude that went to jail. <laughs> yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah. The regular He needed a fall guy. Yeah. And one that wasn't too smart. Enter Dominic. Dominic came in, fell on the sword. Yes. For a dollar. For a dollar. Oh, a do- poor Dominic, people. man. I actually feel bad for him in this. People. I mean, I know, like, he should have known better, but at the same time, I'm like, he's going to. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> dummy <laughs> dumb, dumb. Um, so a parliamentary inquiry concluded that Green had left BHS on life support after extract- extracting huge dividends um, they had dubbed him the unacceptable face of capitalism in 2016 that's <laughs> capitalism's fault yeah what <laughs> For God's sake. In 2016, they had passed a non-binding motion to strip the businessman of his knighthood. Right, but it didn't go anywhere. But after he agreed to hand over $363 million for the pensions, and then the calls had died down. So. So he had the money. He just didn't want to give it to them. Yeah, he has some of the money. Some people are saying that he doesn't have all of it. I don't know. Well, they might want to check his $200 million yacht. (laughs) How about you tip him upside down and shake his pocket? I know, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, There's footage of Green angrily confronting a Sky News reporter. Sky News is over there in um, the UK. Uh, A reporter, he tracked him down to a super yacht in Greece, um, which basically say 
defines who green is. So while green was floating in the um, Ionian Sea, uh, of course, over 10,000 of his staff had lost their jobs. Uh. And then we're wondering, like, what was going to happen. That's the saddest part of all this stuff, dude. Yeah. So in May of 2019, Arcadia Group filed in U.S. court for Chapter 15 bankruptcy protection. Why in U.S.? Because he had some shops over here. Oh. Yep. Which grants a foreign company protection from creditors. It listed its assets at $53 million in a total debt as $170 million in a court filing. So Topshop um, has stores in New York, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Las Vegas, San Diego, Chicago, Houston, and Miami. The chain did not say when its stores would shut down at that time, but added that the brand will continue to sell to the U.S. online even after stores close. Wow. So he got out from under some of that by filing He's bankruptcy. He's a fucking scammer. <laughs> Like, he is really, I think Shifty fits him perfectly. Well, and you know what I was reading? Because some people are really pissed off because they're basically saying that he's getting away with all of this. Totally. But they didn't have any regulations or any policies in place at the time to charge him with anything. So he's basically done all of this and nothing's happened to him. Oh, close the loopholes. That's basically what people are saying. Oh, my gosh. Gross. Gross. So um, he returned back to the limelight uh, after a Telegraph reported, Telegraph, which is a media outlet, Mm -hmm. reported that staff were accusing at the time when the article came out an unnamed businessman who was later identified as Sir Shifty of sexual harassment and racial abuse. He's also that. Yep. So um, just a stellar fucking dude wow yeah it's crazy because like he had a reputation for being this retail genius he was a social force he's often photographed and like i told you i've seen him in tons of pictures with like models movie stars musicians like beyonce um and then of course the five former employees came out and accused him of um systemic sexual harassment and racial abuse and also like how much money do these singers need that they're I would be like, no, I don't want to perform for you. You're gross. Yeah, and and in their defense, they probably didn't know about all this stuff I think until they're later. Just like so twenty millions, twenty million, or whatever the yeah. fuck they're paying them. Mm-hmm. I just think it's gross. I don't know. So some people, the so the five former employees came forward during the Me Too movement, right? Uh, that was going on. And so there was a debate, of, co- of course, over um, freedom of the press and stuff like that. I don't know if you remember all that jumbo stuff. Oh, mumbo jumbo. Mumbo jumbo. Um, so, and the right to privacy. Um, but from what I had read, um, Mr. Green had sought to silence the accusers um, by making them sign non-disclosure agreements. Um, but then even that came to light. And um, Oh, who else likes to do non-disclosure mm-hmm. agreements? Hmm, um, it's escaping me, but <laughs> it sounds so, like dump. D- <laughs> and dump. he ain't no sir. No, he's not. Um, so despite a court injunction to block publication of the months long investigation, um, they still came out with the information. So, uh, for his part, a lot of times they say you can't enforce NDAs like that. Yes. And for his part, Green finally like, well, I'll give it a whirl and see if that prevents you from talking. If you can try. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so Green abandons his legal battle against the paper and walks away. But the battle like, led. Would you stop saying it for a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> what if I take you to Mexico for a yeah. vacation? And uh, Rod Stewart sings to you then, will you? <laughs> so the battle led many to question um, the use of his non-disclosure agreements in cases of sexual misconduct. Prime Minister <laughs> Theresa May said she was considering banning the practice amid the controversy. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Beyonce ended her venture with Mr. Beyonce Green. Beyonce said, oops. Yeah, she actually... <laughs> I didn't know you were so creepy. So she had a clothing line with, with his um, company, oh and she goodness. ended that, um, buying him out 
of Ivy Park, which was a gym wear um, label that was part of their umbrella. So, um, I guess you need to do a little bit more vetting who you're businessing up with. I feel like people should, right? Yes. Um, You'd think like someone like Beyonce would ha- actually have a person that that would be their yeah. Job. That's like looking into that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah I would. I, I would think hope it would be so, Jay Z. But <laughs> <laughs> come on, Jay, falling down on the job. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I was and this and uh, I actually seen um, Leonardo with him. But I've seen him with other yeah, trashy people he, too. He's just with him. He doesn't have high standards. Yeah, and he's all about the twenty-year-old models. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know if you can hear our mascot in the background. She wants to come up. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's saying, "This guy's a creep. I could smell it from a mile away. <laughs> I would bite him." That's what she's saying. I think that's what she's saying. So, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> um, despite everything that's going on. With the pensions and what he's done and, and all of what he is. Yep. Um, he just got another billion dollars from something. So uh, he's managed to hold on to Arcadia and keep it afloat. Is it him or the wife? Uh, well, everything's Isn't underneath her. her. Name? Yes, Fucking it's all scam. Yep. Um, so I also saw that Sir Philip Shifty Green. Has been charged with four AKA. counts. Yep, aka Shifty Green, with four counts of misdemeanor assault in Pima County. Pima County is where? In Arizona. Yes. What? <laughs> yeah. What's the story with that? So Philip, a prominent English retail mogul he and billionaire, a- was charged in 2019 with four counts of misdemeanor assault of a Pilates fitness instructor. <laughs> Yes. What Mm -hmm. is the story there? A complaint was filed. Yep. By the Pima County Attorney's Office alleging the assaults took place in January 2016 and January 2018. Canyon Ranch. Green was charged with, it could be, I don't know. Green was charged with touching a woman with the intent to injure, insult, or provoke, the complaint said. No word on any of the other allegations. Um... I couldn't see if they've moved forward with the um Was he there charges. on holiday or what? I think so. I think I was reading that it he was like It has to be like Canyon Ranch. That's like where the, the all celebrities the rich go. Celebrities and Pilates go. police. Yeah, he wasn't in there doing no damn Pilates. Um he was pretending to do Pilates yeah, probably. I wonder if he knows our pal Gwyneth. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, I did read, though, in one of the articles, and I didn't put it in my notes, but I guess, like, um, she was in the middle of, like, her stuff, her class or whatever, and he was like, I need you to really stretch me out and some other Ew. comments and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but there's been no movement to like charge him with any criminal intent or anything here then how does that work they extradite him back over here yeah i don't know how that well and technically he would be a resident of monaco and it sounds like they're pretty lax on what goes on down there so um but about everything else though with like the money laundering and the fraud and stuff like that um no movement on that uh he has Paid some money to help supplement pensions, but not all of the money he owes. So, what a pig! And then he's sitting on this giant yacht. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, sixty-three meter yacht. Yeah, it's fascinating Holy to me that they don't have any sort of policies in place to protect um, people over there from this kind of thing. Yeah, because sometimes they're like ahead of us. On yeah, what they, you know. Yeah. I found that interesting. Mm -hmm. So, um, again, there's a movie out there that's based on Sir Shifty and his wife, Lady Greed. It's called Greed. It's on Amazon. I'm going to watch it. Yep, it's on Amazon. They actually. It didn't get very high ratings, but who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Make yourself watch it anyways. And live it up. Yep. Um, They even have the toga themed birthday party in there. Um, 
And then I think the character makes his money through like asset stripping, tax avoidance, and sweatshops. So, which is is essentially what he did. I mean, the way you look at it, it's essentially what he did with his businesses. So, Um, but yeah, that wraps up uh, (laughs) Philip Green. And the end. So he paid no consequences. Yep. And uh, he's just still living it up. Living his his life. Yeah, with other people's money. What Mm -hmm. a gem. Yep. While his staff of almost 11,000 struggle to make ends meet and now have to worry about how they're going to retire because their pensions were wiped out. Now, he did pay some money, but it's not all the money he owes. So, and uh, who knows about current employees or what the business is actually Why would you even work for this person? Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, the psychology would tell me, though, that there are going to be some people that uh, would be convinced that he's not doing anything wrong and he's going to come around and pay the money. (laughs) Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, okay. But so far, the only person he's gone to, to... get incarcerated is the person who owned it for like maybe a couple years yeah what oh my gosh these stories are infuriating okay people next time we're gonna do some happy stories (laughs) of good people instead of all these and here's yet another scumbag story where they get little to no time and just make a bunch of people miserable Mm -hmm. i'm done yeah we need to Shine a bright light in the world. We do. I think, yeah, it would probably be good to try to do an episode on somebody who's, like, made a difference. Exactly. I'm going to do some research on that. Okay. You do that. I will. Let me know. We'll put it together. No more bullshit. No more. (laughs) I'm putting my foot down. We're not standing for it. No. Um, You should get credit for being good. Patty's, not publicity for being a piece of shit. Patty's moving to Monaco. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know about me. Um. Yeah. Having said that. <laughs> that being said. Uh, the two movies that I was trying to recall on previous episodes, mm-hmm. I did remember what they were. Right. They were monster movies. We watched Day Shift mm. and... Uh, Love and Monsters on Amazon, mm, we which came out one. a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we was cute. That one a couple times. Yeah, I, really uh, liked I haven't it. watched Day Shift. Was it good? I like it, but you know that I like vampires. So, all right. Well, I went to see the Invitation. God damn it, we're going tonight. Don't tell okay. me anything. I don't want to know yet. You don't want to know. Don't tell me nothing. <laughs> and the Butler did it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going tonight. We're gonna go watch it. Okay, I'm pretty excited. I so saw it already. Whatever, whatever, clever. Whatever, woman. And I ate a whole popcorn by myself. And uh, it was did so you? Delicious. Yeah. And also, what I discovered that I can't believe I didn't know this. Two years past COVID, now at Cinemark, you can buy this giant freaking bag. To take popcorn home for like fourteen dollars. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yes. Or maybe it was ten. That's no, no, I think it's fourteen. But like it's giant. You can't take it like into a garbage the theater. Bag? It's not that big. Oh, okay. You can't take it into the theater it's to bring home with you. Yeah. But hello, yes, please. <laughs> I was like, how do I not know about this? What? These ladies, they're like it was like a king size pillow size. Oh, really? Of popcorn. Yeah, that they oh, were wow. getting filled up. Okay. Like, oh, you can't bring it in there. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> Strap it on. <laughs> I mean, I make my own at home, but yeah, you do. I do like the Cinemark popcorn. Okay. So there you go. Awesome. It seemed like I wanted to do another shout out of some sort. Oh, yeah. We're getting our floors done. As you know. Yes, I do know that. And I just wanted to tell any Washington people, if you want, like, wood floor work done, epic hardwoods. I cannot recommend them highly enough. Good shout out. They are so awesome. That's cool. And they won't rip you off, and their work is amazing. Awesome. Yeah, so. Cool. We're living in a ripped up house right now. 
but it will be. It's gonna look beautiful though once it's done for sale. (laughs) If you want to know the link, just write us and all. (laughs) (laughs) Benches at gmail.com. Yeah, we're looking at houses that we might move to. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I know you guys are looking to big changes. Get out before the housing market crashes. I know. So, Yikes! Quit trying to freak me out. I know. Out. I'm not trying to scare anybody, but <laughs> fucking bury be your money in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> the signs are all there, people. Um, oh boy! Come on, yeah. simulation. <laughs> oh my god oh um yeah so that wraps up our white collar episode we will try Another to come up piece with of shit yep somebody like I, that's like Something fucking good doing good shit out there yeah. um rather than uh, maybe we can do like a hodgepodge of good people like we did the food crime yeah i think that's what we should do okay um and I, you know, probably like maybe local people or something. Maybe you could do one on me. Give them a shout out. <laughs> now I don't lose my shit <laughs> when people are mean to me. When they're being mean to you. Yeah, yeah no I crap. have to just go. <sighs> you know what, Patty? You're doing a great job. Thank you so much. Aww. For being there for those people that need their jars of peanut butter and their shower, and their shower curtains, curtains. God damn their it. lemonade. Can't you just go get it. Can't you just go get it? Their no. pull ups. I'm not your mom. You know what I'm saying, brother. So, for all my Halloween people out there, yeah, it's we're getting close. It's coming. Uh, hey, um, I saw on social media people saying that Starbucks has pumpkin spice lattes now. I don't drink that squash. Is it true? I do like the. I do enjoy me it's a pumpkin, pumpkin spice, a PSL. Fake. I know, but it tastes good. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> fake squash. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, it's happening, uh, people. We are. We're getting falling there. Into fall. We are. We're getting there. It's coming. Say goodbye, summer nights. Yeah. If you don't have any AC, it's troubling. (laughs) It's troubling. We can't have ours on today if that makes you feel better because they have. Oh, because of the floor stuff. Okay. I feel a little bit like back. Yeah. You're down with the small people again. Okay. (laughs) I'm knocked down off my high horse. (laughs) It's very high. I know. I'm like, I'm avoiding going home because. We have to live, like, upstairs while they're banging and sawing, you know, and sanding. Yeah. And we have the dogs up there, and they keep barking, and it's like, do I really want to go back there? Not really. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll go shopping. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go shopping. Oh, my God. And then tomorrow is the staining day, and then they're done. And then out. Yeah. That's cool, man. I know. I'm so Congrats. excited. I know you guys have been waiting for this. So. We have to wear shoes, too, because otherwise you get splinters. Ew. Yeah. So I like wearing my shoes with my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> like tennis shoes? Any kind. Or slides. Any kind okay, of anything. shoes. Okay, gotcha. Uh, unfortunately, I keep most of my shoes in the garage because I just kick them off before I go in oh, the house. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cats are in there. Oh. And one cat specifically is a lunatic. And he tries to come in the house and anytime you open the door. So I'm just like keeping myself to wearing the shoes that I have in my closet, which are my nanny. Gotcha. Because I don't want to fight this lunatic cat. (laughs) Because once he gets in, we'll never catch him. Oh, my God. I don't blame you. So it's a process. I know, everyone. I know. I have it rough. Yeah, she does. But <laughs> there's some listeners on here that are probably like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> I don't care about you or your floors or your cats. That's fine. Oh, my God. That's your God-given right not to care. All Meanwhile, right? JD is sitting in a sauna house <laughs> trying By not choice, to move. because she zhuzhed up her back patio. <laughs> we did. So and everything takes pit. time. Okay. It does. Well, Next year, know. though, we're pulling out all the stops. <laughs> Look out. If we don't get killed before then. That's true. Apocalypse happens. Global Who warming. Freaking Russia. Swallowed up by a volcano and Goddamn fracking. Goddamn monkey pox. <laughs> it's just never ending here. <laughs> 
Jesus. Uh, uh, but that note, Patty, <laughs> have a great week. What? Uh, podcast, podcast gals. <laughs> Don't you want to be a, a podcast, podcast gal? Ooh, we got it together. Right. That's for Will Sasso. All right. Thanks, Will Sasso. <laughs> Dude, All right. We'll talk to y'all later. Stay dirty, benches. Bye. Bye.